0: Shortly after we recorded this episode, the news came out that Jay Briscoe of the Briscoes was killed in an automobile accident. If you are a fan of wrestling, a true fan of wrestling, you most likely know who the Briscoes are. They've gone out of their way to entertain us as wrestling fans and keep it real. And sometimes, you know, In this crazy world of wrestling, there's things that happen that don't make sense, um, that are very real, and this this is one of those moments. We would like to send our condolences to his family, as well as our thoughts and prayers to everybody that is mourning the loss of Jay Briscoe.
1: After four years of being removed from the public eye, Chris Envy, the fearless leader of Dynasty Wrestling, is once again making his return to the professional wrestling world. This is the Envy Me Podcast. This is is the the Envy Envy Me Podcast. Podcast. Taking you through the rise, fall, and rise again of one of the Northeast's most respected pros, from in the ring to out of the ring, brace yourself to hear some of the most insane stories ever told, and you'll get them right from the source, real, real, raw, raw, raw. unfiltered. This is Envy Me, a Dynasty Podcast, co-hosted by Travis Manning. Now, here he is. This is Chris Envy.
0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Envy Me, a Dynasty podcast. I am Travis Manny, and I am alongside the Chris Envy.
2: What's up, you sexy
0: bitches? We also got producer Ryan in the building.
3: Oh, you got I got Yeah, watch. yeah. Just it's an something. audio I gotta,
0: podcast. Turn mic up. I,
3: like, waved. I, wa- I waved like they could see me. <laughs> you got a
0: face for radio. So what's going on, guys? What has happened in your lives since the last time we recorded? Cowboys beat the
2: snot out of the Buccaneers. That's what happened.
0: It was a good game. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say.
2: Giants might have won,
0: too. Yeah, it
2: was a good game. It was an entertaining game. Let's fucking go. Wow, we're dropping F-bombs right off the rip, right? For one minute in, F-bombs.
0: Dude, you know, I'd be perfectly fine if it was a uh, a Giants-Cowboys-NFC championship game. Yeah? All right, there, but enough, get... enough football talk because Chris got a little butt hurt last week because apparently we didn't oh talk enough about Dynasty.
2: We didn't talk about Dynasty at all. This ah. is a Dynasty podcast.
0: Oh, we're going to talk about some Dynasty today. Tonight.
2: All right, I'm down. I'm down, man. Death,
1: that's,
0: yeah,
2: that's why our f- six fans tune in.
0: Well, let's make or it to hear us talk shit. Well,
3: they got it. Well, they got to get their dose of dynasty. Yeah, you <laughs> know, they should. And a, everybody and loves a the double D. helping of envy. Don't you know? No, these you know what I'm that.
0: confused don't about is is dynasty has all these fans. Chris Envy has all these fans, but Mister Envy doesn't take his fan base and bring it over to the fucking podcast that he does every week
1: <laughs>
0: he, right, he don't invite disclaimer. his fans over
2: uh, i have been inviting 100 people a week 100 people. <laughs> a week <laughs> <laughs> well i i invite people when we have new content to drop and last week wasn't invitable Last week was my least favorite episode.
3: Last week was your best episode yet. No,
2: it felt like a Freddie Prince Jr. Here's the meat and potatoes. There's no dessert. There's no lead-in. You skipped all the foreplay. You went right to the money shot.
3: Listen, baby, He's not a big foreplay. Your guy. foreplay baby. is baby. dropping your I fucking golden gems onto the world for people to steal your ideas. I'm okay, okay, I ass.
2: I agree with cutting that out. But last week we talked about CM Punk, and Travis mentioned. What if he feuds? It's all out
1: there.
2: What? No, it's not. After. It's all there. No, it's it not. There. He says, What How if he feuds with, with the Young Bucks and make a storyline out of it? And for some reason, my story goes from, Yeah, CM Punk comes back and he could feud with them. Who the F is them? You haven't. There's no preface. Whatever. It was How fun. Many though. Times we, to it was fun. we had more. <laughs> that was a two hour episode cut down to 30 minutes. But, I mean, what was there was good. It just. It wasn't as fun. I didn't laugh at any of us. I don't want this to be a straightforward podcast. Clearly, you don't as you get blazed out of your mind. I can't even see you through all the smoke in your screen.
0: Well, it seems like Chris is... Uh... Listen,
3: listen. I like to unwind with this. You like to unwind by fucking sucking peanut butter off a spoon. You know what I mean? Yeah, all buddy.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> So it seems like uh, like Chris is starting off heckling Mr. Ryan about the show. And heckling is something that's very prominent in the world of professional wrestling. So if you want to talk independent wrestling, then let's talk about your time as an independent wrestler, as a promoter. So what experiences have you had with those fucking horrible wrestling hecklers? You know, wrestling is full of
2: know-it-alls, man. Everybody knows every, myself included. Everybody knows everything, and you just want to be part of the show so bad. But you know, on the flip side, some of the best shows are the ones when the crowd is so rowdy. I mean, tell me, tell me, one-night stand WWE when the crowd is chanting and you know, sh- shut all the of fuck ECW up period. Cena. Oh, so good. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but that night they were oh, yeah. Like, electric. Yeah. A whole different yeah. Level. Or the Royal or the Rumble, Rumble
0: where uh, Roman right won.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Very that was
0: But I, the, pho- the photo of The Rock going like this and the look on his face, like he can't be like, y'all booing me. You know what's crazy? Right. It yeah. seems like, you know, the common denominator is like Philly fans, Philadelphia area. Uh, you know, they yeah, seem to be yeah. the king of, uh, you know, heckling people.
2: But if it's a so good now,
0: show, if it's a good vibe and they're excited, it's good.
2: It's when you got that one asshole that's had too much to drink that wants all the attention on him. And a lot of wrestlers will give the attention back. When I did that, I first started. Go
0: ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to ask if that uh, ever happened to you during one of your shows.
2: Yeah, I mean it did, but the stuff it was all low hanging fruit when they came at me. Like my nipples are pierced, so people would be like, "Oh, nice door knockers!" That's like, hot. really, bud? What do you? What do? You, that's the best you got? All the things you can make fun of, and you're making fun of a piercing I can take out, or my belly button tattoo. Like he's got a sun around his yeah, belly that's button. Suspect. I right, <laughs> dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I let the nipple slide. That's all right. But I mean, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah i don't know man i feel like you,
2: there's always that one guy usually it's had too much to drink or comes in with their own championship belt that thinks that they're a wrestler so they t- they jaw jack because they want you to turn around and jaw jack back now everybody around that guy is watching so you just yeah. made him kind of a star for that match um if you just blindly turn around and say shut up fat ass or whatever people say i try not to call people fat um it's just easy, you know. It's cheap heat. You be better, be yeah. better.
0: But I tell you what, I I loved like when I watched Ric Flair's last match and Jeff Jarrett came out. Did you watch that at all? I did. Yep. So you saw. I mean, it took his entrance was fucking forever because oh, he yeah. he was yeah. getting into it with the crowd, he like
2: everybody. Yep. But oh
0: don't my know god! We're gonna and, have that again. Right, and he was he was eating it up, and so so were the fans. So, I mean, I feel like there are times where, you know, it's beneficial because, you know, like. Right,
2: right, right. But that's different. I don't think that's that's not that's not jeering. I don't think that's I mean, that's as a whole, you're taking on the whole audience when you're going to or from the ring. Right. Or if you're standing in the ring, cutting a promo and you're just like, oh, this whole town sucks. That's not the same thing as one guy in there being like, you suck dick. And then like everybody else is quiet during a rest hold well, and you're like you have to address it.
0: Ryan and I have experience uh, heckling. We uh oh, do we tell. famously we famously started the That Belt Sucks chant at SummerSlam twenty sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes sir <laughs> so
3: the, the entire section that they were Complaining about the next day when Nick Foley was <laughs> like, was it wasn't section. even the whole crowd. It was just the w- this one section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was our section.
0: Yeah. <laughs> was well our, done. It was, it was fucking well awesome. Done. Well done. Awesome fucking a match, of, but the belt was terrible. Still is. A I lot hate WWE belts. If you don't know how to... Yeah, same.
2: Same. If you don't know how to work, that one instance where that you take the attention off the ring you could lose track of where you were in your match. If you're one of those people who call every move, like you can really fuck stuff up.
0: Yeah. So good job guys. Right. <laughs> you fucking up all these old school, all these, all these old heads trying to call it in the ring.
2: That's right. No, if you call it in the ring, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What, Cause there's nothing planned. Maybe a beginning, middle, oh, and yeah. end, but I can turn yeah. and talk shit to you because I'm going to go back and put more heat on them.
0: True. That. Don't bring that weak shit to here. Speak. Speaking of heat what you keep going back and forth with uh with with Fox well, at least in in our conversations oh, what is what, the... what is the deal with him man Be, because i i've now heard this almost every <laughs> fucking week if i bring him up yeah, if we he... talk about him fuck you got Fox, you're baby. like <laughs> break it down what's what's the story there because i no, personally really enjoyed him on the shows when when we went he's entertaining as fuck so okay
2: I went to an in-your-face show and saw Fox in some indie pleather pants, but he had a look. He was good with the crowd, you know, bald head. He had a beard. He wasn't the firework Fox Vineyard he is now. So I saw him and he kind of stood out, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I was interested. I was like, all right, I could I could work with him. So we started doing shows together and he's, he's done a lot of different, he's reinvented himself a hundred times, maybe more. The dude is super creative. He's talented. He raps. He's in a band.
0: Um, he edits his own videos I like did not know that he did music at all
2: yeah 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 he's legit really really very very um limp biscuit flavor to his to his stuff um but he's super talented um my i and, and most of the stuff that i say is in jest most not all of it and i'm i'm a shit all over him right here cuz he's probably not going to listen anyway cuz he's in ring the dude can go he can go anywhere. He can fight anybody. I mean, he's got the size. He's got a look. He's talented. But there's been times where, hey, uh, you got any room for me on the show? Of course, we're going to put you on the show. Um, But he wants to work a name. You can't work the name. I don't know, man. All right. Let me put my kids to bed. Cut this shit out. Um, <laughs> Mark. <so it. laughs> we had Tommy Dreamer come. We, I just posted the poster of, of the show we did with Tommy Dreamer on it. He really, uh-huh. really wanted to work Tommy Dreamer. He's like, dude, I'll sell a shit ton of tickets. He did. But then the next show, he didn't sell any. And the next show after mm. that, he didn't sell any. So you, he only sells tickets when he wants something out of it.
0: Yeah, because um, the, is- the the Tommy Dreamer show we were at, and that was where, that was where we were first introduced to Fox. And like I yeah. said, we he's a hell of a character. I mean, the dude, right. right. He does himself all up. And like, what if,
3: what if that's not what it is? And he can only sell tickets if he's going up against a big name,
2: but that's all. And can't sell. Tickets that's all on how you market it. Are you car. saying, come see me wrestle? Or are you coming saying, come see me wrestle this other guy? Cause then you're putting the other guy over, not yourself, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. He, he will put up a couple flyers. He will share your flyer. Most of the time. Um, but there's a time where he was changing his character to more of a street fighter, where it was like uh fight them all or something, which was awesome. But I want you to be I that thought mean, you meant like the video badass game heel. It's confused. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I so was just picturing
2: he, it. He wants to... Well, he should be in a video game. He's a good look. You know, it's one of the people everybody would pick with the the painted face and the one side of hair and the beard. Like, he's a, a, the dude looks hmm. like a wrestler. But, you know, so if you're going to be that character, like a, like a hired gun type character, go out there and beat the shit out of people. But he doesn't. He goes out and still does his flashy shit and he still pops the crowd, still does his glitter in the entrance. That's not heel shit. People are going to cheer that. Or he was changing again. He had a band, a live band at the show. And uh, he wanted to be. Um, Greg Durst, because his shoot name is Greg. Um, and I thought it was funny, you know, because he sounds like him. He raps like him. He came out. He was going to do the the white T-shirt, khaki, the red baseball hat. It's funny. I mean, it wasn't a big show. It was, a, it was kind of tongue-in-cheek, but whatever. All right, do it. He didn't. He wore black shorts and a black cutoff. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he just doesn't take direction well. If I tell you to be a heel, I need you to be a heel, not get your shit in. Right. At the end of the day, it's your fucking show. Yeah. So the last show, the reunion show, he wanted to be a part of it. I would have loved to have had him be a part of it. He's like, hey, uh, uh, am I booked for this, for the reunion? I can reunion. And I was like, no. (laughs) And at first it was like, you know, like, are we, is this real? But he rubs a lot of people the wrong way in locker rooms. Because if you don't know Greg and you don't know how to separate Fox from Greg, um, he rubs a lot of, he's got a very dry sense of humor, but it, he's just like a kid, man. He's not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but he has. And there's a lot of people that were part of dynasty family that aren't big fans of Fox vendor. Uh, so for the reunion <laughs> show, I would have loved to have had him there, but I'm not rustling any feathers. It was that show was a one and done reunion. Like I want everyone to have a good time. I don't want any drama. Like, Oh, you booked this guy. There's a lot of people right. I wanted to use that other people didn't like.
0: So is it safe to say that we won't see Fox back in Dynasty? It's wrestling, bro.
2: Never say never. Never say never. I love Fox, man. I, I do. Right. But I, my wife is singing never say never right now. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I like Fox. I don't think he knows who he is. He's got so many different characters. They've kind of all blended together. Um, fuck Fox Vineyard. I'm going to make a shirt. We'll all wear it to the next show.
0: Yeah. We'll go and to an NYCW show. Yeah. Hey, a Fox, one. find out who the and fuck we'll you are shirts. so we can get you on the show.
2: We'll do yeah, F yeah, and then his logo, yeah, CK. CK Fox right.
0: I'm doing it. I'm making it tomorrow with my cricket. <laughs> so I'm pulling the fucking cricket out. Fuck you, Fox. Yep, yeah.
2: <laughs> He's a good dude. Right, he just so. needs to find himself.
0: So we've, we've <laughs> talked... Before about Getting Mr. Man on the show I would love to get Mr. Man on the show Maybe next week We'll talk with him Maybe it'll happen Tell me Tell the people So we've talked about Mr. Man before Really he is like A rock When it comes to Dynasty Like the man is Is amazing So tell me one of your Maybe not favorite But just Talk about You know something that he's done In Dynasty That So yeah, I, I got you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Ryan to be like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's uh, I was, just, oh, it. like, I, was I, I was like, <laughs> I was to blame. He was
2: like, Cut him off! Cut him off!
0: Um,
3: <laughs> is so, Triple H, live? He is,
2: I, I told you I I told you guys a couple of weeks ago how I met Mister Man at a, at a show. Uh, we didn't actually meet. I I was there as a fan. I witnessed him. Um, keep the show going after an injury by going out and acting as if he was choking the guy waiting for medical attention. So the guy wasn't sitting outside the ring by himself and he's just standing there. Cause if you're standing outside the ring next to your opponent and you're just like, Oh, he's hurt. Well, you're fucking heel. I don't care if he's hurt or not. Put the boots to him. And so whatever. So he's got a job for life. So we started talking a little bit, brainstorming, Um, anything I throw at him, storyline wise, he, he makes it work. Anybody you give him, he's going to work with them and, and mold them into so much better than, than what you gave him in the beginning. He'll tell people, Hey, if you're going to cut a promo, try it this way. He never tells you he's right and you're wrong ever. He just gives you suggestions. And once you start to feel that energy, it's infectious, um, the commercial we did for the reunion show, where we had a Delorean because it was back, to, back to the future, um, back to business. So the name of the show was his idea. Um, he set up the Delorean at a. I mean, it was already there, but he made contact with the guy, and made sure we could record. We didn't. He just to got rent a guy that, that owns a
0: Delorean yeah. in his back pocket, like, hey, let me get your. DeLorean. I mean, he was around when they were <laughs> like, built the, the first fuck? time around, so. Um. <laughs>
2: He's so he did the, and he did the, the video for it. He did it in one take. Um, I've thrown the stupidest storylines at him and he'll make it. Okay. The longest running story that we had at dynasty was the man sons, um, Mr. Man and his two sons flex and perfection. Travis Dorian, who's like kind of a, a jacked up dude. Um, you might know him as one half of pretty and gritty with bull <laughs> Hightower. Um, but he was there. He was an asshole, arrogant, cocky heel. And his other son, Captain Wayno, who came out in like a a modified Captain America plastic mask, a Captain America singlet. And he had this purple squishy teddy bear. And he was kind of special. <laughs> and if you hurt his squishy, he would snap, beat the shit out of you. And then after the bell would ring, so you'd give him his squishy a, back. He
0: was a fucking knockoff dynasty. uh, what was Luke Festus? Festus. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Similar, but without the bell. He was good until you hurt his teddy bear <laughs> and he would snap. Uh, so it was there worse. were backstage <laughs> worse or better. He came out to, uh, <laughs> don't you touch my um... fucking teddy bear? Yeah, He didn't talk. He never talked. One of the first shows that they were together, uh, Mr. Man came down the ramp and yeah, we had a ramp. We were, we were cool. He came down the ramp and he's, he, turns around and points at the ramp and everybody's looking at the ramp and Wayno comes out from the side of the entrance, just waving at the crowd, like like a like a Eugene wave. He didn't come down the ramp. We're all looking at the ramp and he's like thirty feet away from from Mr. Man. So Mr. Man goes over and wrangles him in like you would with with a, a child or a, a dog with, disobedient dog like no no come on come on come on and they go over to the ramp and Wayno falls on the ramp like i swear (laughs) he just bang (laughs) slams down on the gets up picks up his squishy starts walking down the ramp (laughs) (laughs) i mean it was and dorian hated him he's like the the spoiled little baby brother that gets all the attention because he's got he's different so dorian hated him dorian would pose and wayno would pose like he would He would do whatever Dorian did. He would steal his moves and try to win with those moves. It was so well done. I mean, we have security footage of Mr. Man putting Windex in uh, in in Wano shakes and security was involved and he was arrested (laughs) at one of the shows and taken out. I mean, that's awesome. It it was (laughs) awesome. It was awesome. And he he you give him a little thing like, hey, we're going to put this mismatched odd couple together as your tag team and you got to make it work and they did all of them creatively the all three of those guys they they nailed it
0: now what is Wayno's shtick now because he was at the reunion show and I felt like maybe it was still kind of the same thing he changed a lot so for the
2: reunion I asked him to bring out the old character because I wanted okay the nostalgia of it I mean he did that for probably two years two and a half years so I wanted the nostalgia. I wanted to. I mean, he sewed Squishy up because Squishy got Squishy was killed during that storyline. Like in, <laughs> we took some dark turns. <laughs> <laughs> and Squishy was resurrected, um, came out of the urn. He brought him back. Um, he became part when when uh, he was no longer being fed Windex. Um, <laughs> he smartened up a little bit and he joined the uh, the Space Force. So he was, he was no longer <laughs> special a needs. He was, yep, he was a big <laughs> uh, proponent of 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 Trump during his first run. So he was part of the space force. Then he went away for a little while, and then he came back as uh, make wrestling great again with a red baseball hat, white polo. He uh, <laughs> his face was bright red every show, khaki like he was like kind of looked like a golfer like Kerwin White, but very uh, he talked and acted like. The Donald. So, so he was a so heel? I, Yeah, yeah I, I didn't want that. <laughs> show. So we, went, we went back yeah, to the no. other special needs guy. Not not Trump, <laughs> the other special needs
3: guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: Ryan, you got anything to add about uh, Squishy or Mr. Man or Wayno? Uh,
3: we saw the... You'll have to forgive me. I've done a lot of things in life. My memory isn't... In speaking
2: moment, into the mic, huh? son.
3: Speaking to the mic, brother. Don't work yourself into a shoe. We saw, if I'm not mistaken, we saw this um, this act before, right? Travis, did we? we Were they? Probably.
0: probably. They were in Troy a lot. Were they on the Tommy Dreamer?
3: He started bringing up the. Uh, the, the It might have been the first show that they did. Okay. He. he
0: See, I brought that up, and that's honestly all I remember from that show is Tommy Dreamer taking. Uh, our buddy's crutch and using it in the match. Like, that was the <laughs> highlight of the night. We were like, oh, that's fucking awesome. And that's all I remember. You wrestled on that show, didn't you?
1: Uh
2: I don't think I did. I don't think I remember I seeing you. I wrestled when you saw me wrestle in Troy. It was for a different company. 787 Wrestling. That was around about a year before we started doing shows. They lasted no, about I... s- five shows. I did wrestle in show. Troy. Yeah, that was, uh, was it the Jake, Diamonds are Forever. It was a tournament. It was a tournament. I fought uh, Action Ortiz. I beat him. Mm. I shouldn't have got concussed after the match. And then I fought Mike Orlando, who kicked the shit out of me. Makes sense. Uh, probably the only... I mean, they were both <laughs> in the same show, both, both matches. So if you saw me on a Dynasty show, it was in Troy. It was definitely one of that show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely feel like sorry, you had to watch. Maybe, maybe you were just walking around doing nothing. I don't know. <laughs> that, that happens.
2: That happens just in a lot walking of around change.
3: doing nothing.
2: Yeah. Nothing going on behind the scenes. Nothing. <laughs> now, and Chris is, coming
0: back if you told me, Russell, does that uh, does that suffice for Dynasty talk? Or, or do you want to keep going? Do you got something else you want to talk about when it comes to Dynasty? You're going to cut this anyway. So God forbid. I, I I would hate to oh, not God. get enough Dynasty talking on this Dynasty podcast for Mr. Fucking Dynasty himself.
3: I'm only going to cut it if we do what we did last time and then just start randomly kicking <laughs> around fucking ideas, Chris. Yeah, that's for the, the fun. end
0: of the show.
2: So this stays in, then. This whole segment right here this stays in.
1: right here? This, this, right. this, this uh, shit right I'm here? Good. I've had my All fun. All right.
2: That was a fun story. <laughs> Well then
0: let's Now usually we start off with You know talking about some things that are going on In the world of wrestling um, But we had to get Dynasty out of the way To uh, you know Make Mr. Envy happy So now, now let's talk Let's talk about some wrestling shit uh, You know let's give a let's
3: you, you, Are you going to sit there and take that from him Chris? Because he's, he's kind of Spicy he's kinda, he's kinda,
0: Feeling yeah. it right now <laughs> You know, this is
2: the most energy I've seen out of this guy. So, I'm going to let it rock. I mean, I like it. Plus, he's he's the boss.
0: <laughs> so, let's let's give everybody the update on the McMahon thing. So, McMahon is back. We mentioned that. Stephanie's out. Triple H maybe. We don't know what's going on. I know he held a uh like a little talent meeting saying that Vince is back. Vince is giving him like creative ideas, but Vince is leaving everything up to Triple H as far as the decision making and what goes on creatively. How long do you think before that changes?
2: You know, I because he's, say, he's working his way in more and really
0: more. Minutes. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I think if he tries to put his foot down too much, eventually Triple H will just be like, "I'm just going to leave." I mean, I I really feel like Triple H loves the business, loves the company, and loves what he does. Um, I feel like if you just gave Triple H NXT and left everything else alone, he would be a happy man and it would be the highest rated wrestling out of all of the shows on TV. How yeah,
3: are you going to yeah. say that when he had, the, he had that chance already? You're
2: he already right, already had and then, that chance you're talking about. And then everybody that he had got fired or called up.
3: He lost.
2: Not with I the don't same know. roster. When, when NXT when had all he had, had his, undefe- he had
3: his pop and roster, he just didn't have what he didn't have Finn Balor or like Shinsuke or any of those. Guys. Right, when Kevin he Owens was bringing in hurt.
0: when he was bringing in those guys,
3: there right. was there
0: was, was nothing the better show. than NXT at that time. And then what they would do? No, hear me out. I'm talking before AEW was ever a thing.
2: Yeah, it was before when,
0: AEW. When, I agree.
3: Um, I'm talking okay, like yeah, when when agree. they had. Yeah, yeah
0: and then what they would do is they would take all his guys, bring them up to the main roster, completely change them, strip them down, fucking the ascension, make a mockery of them, and then yep. they were nothing. Cass, and he Enzo. would he would have to continuously keep building people up just for them to get moved up and destroyed. Yep.
2: Yep. And he would take all the indie darlings and they people you already knew you knew El Generico. Yeah. You knew Kevin Owens. You know you knew
0: Sasha Banks. You knew you take these people. And hey, look at it right now with him running the show. Guess who are the top guys again? Sami Zayn, right? Kevin Owens. Yep. All those NXT guys that he brought up. Yep. Are now getting those main event pushes.
2: Right. I, I'm, we're not talking the rainbow. NXT because that's I won't I don't even watch I'm not sorry for all you NXT that's your boy fans. running that shit now stuff. yeah I no it's not the same it's not that's, the same maybe because it's not people I don't know you know the, I don't I don't feel like the storylines are as deep or as good like Champa and Gargano like I've been on shows with both those dudes they're incredible the match they had where he took the ring off and threw it in the crowd like one of the best matches I've ever seen it was so good.
0: Such a good match. Yeah.
2: I can't say that about any match that I've seen on NXT in the last two years.
0: Champ is another one. He was that guy was so fucking talented, and yeah, you know, they. I feel like they constantly drop the ball with him. I mean, he, he gets injured a lot, but also undersized. He's so good. Yeah, but he makes it he's work. Under. I never realized I'm, until like midway through that he was the guy. In the suit for the Undertaker shit back like back oh, in yeah, the day, yeah, yeah. you yeah, know, with yeah. no no beard, anything. And then you see him now and it's like, right. you know, that dude fucking made a character, you know, like he he got himself shredded. He was, he,
2: yeah, he was one of my favorites in the uh, in uh, Ring of Honor when he was the Sicilian psychopath. And I wasn't big into Ring of Honor. Um,
0: see, I'm not familiar uh, with any of his work there.
2: He was just crazy. He did think He was innovative. He did things that nobody else was doing, as far as moves and using the ring in ways that nobody other than Generico did. But yeah. regardless, you know, I feel like if if Vince does step in too, too much, I think Triple H will happily walk away and probably just be done with wrestling. I have like a feeling it, you know, it's you coming
0: back. soon that the company's going to. You go know what I'm going to
3: say. You know what I'm going to say. You know, not going to All Elite. It would be so cool if he went and was like, hey, Tony, you know, so maybe we got off on the wrong foot.
2: And you know I, what? As a I, as a wrestling fan, I agree and I would pop huge for it. But how long would it last? Right. Look at all these other guys that go over there. They're huge for a week. When's the last time you saw Miro do anything of note?
0: But but then again,
3: but Triple H wouldn't be on TV. He would be backstage. Yeah, but
0: Triple they, H is going not, from not, being not. the pretty much the top guy at WWE he ain't right. gonna go be a little fucking producer for Tony Khan. No. That that ain't happening. Nope. And Tony, Tony's not I don't giving think up Tony Khan kind of control. would bring him
3: over there as a little producer. I think if Tony Khan ever did even entertain the idea of of them working together, I think that he would hold him in a higher regard than just some producer guy. I bet he
2: But look what he did with know, Regal. He didn't show Regal that kind of I mean maybe he did, but Regal was on screen talent.
0: I was going to say, I was under the impression that concerned. from from Regal's podcast, I was under the impression that he went there s- solely to be on-screen talent, and that was it.
2: Oh, all right. I stay yeah. corrected. Cut that out. <laughs>
0: no, no. It's going to stay in. No. <laughs> no, no,
2: leave it in. Leave it, in. Leave so,
0: it in. Now, Triple H, <laughs> Triple H is also a part of this because there was more news, not related to WWE, but related to um, – One of the possible buyers of WWE, um, a show that's on NBC, Young Rock, they were getting a lot of heat for all the basically the way that they casted that show. Have you have you got a chance to check out Young Rock's uh, newest season?
2: I've not seen it yet. I've I've seen a little bit on Facebook. People bashing it, but right because
3: so you've seen seen like the the main there's like there's like one main scene that every that really everyone was like all right we've had enough this is some bullshit yeah I mean but that one they're all in the locker room
0: really it's been like that the entire like I feel like that was a calculated decision to cast the way that they have through the whole thing because I mean in the beginning there were some good ones like the Iron Sheik that was pretty good cast um casting call uh. You know, Macho Man sucked like that That wasn't even close. Hogan was wasn't even close. But now they're going into Attitude Era and. They have Stone Cold, Undertaker, Mankind, Triple H, and none of them it, it, like are even close in sound but, in in. But look, is it?
2: Are you trying to recreate history or are you just trying to tell the story? I mean, artistically. Look at it from an artist. people if back. you're not a wrestling fan. Art- artistic- Say it again, you cut out. Are you trying to like no. are, are you trying to recreate history or are you just trying to get a message across artistically? I you know, I, like th- if you're not a wrestling fan.
0: Right, I think it's an artistic thing. Absolutely, like like I said, I feel like it's a calculated decision. I just a lot of people are not, not happy about fan, it, and that's well, that's the problem. Fans like aren't happy about it, right? But that's the problem is you know the wrestling fans are like, this is made for wrestling fans. When in reality, it's not. Okay, but they're feeling. Okay, but hear me out.
2: Hear like me that's out. Their you are a wrestling fan. You're a wrestling fan. You're yeah. going to watch it either way. Yeah. But you want to sit down and watch something with your wife. She doesn't like wrestling. Well, let's watch the show about wrestling. She doesn't know shit about these guys. The stories that they're telling happened. That's the important part. She doesn't know what they look like. She doesn't know what Triple H looks like unless he's on Total Bellas.
0: Yeah, but then you when know, I but but then when I uh you know try to talk to her about old wrestling, she's going to think that, you know, she's going to basically associate those characters with that and that's just unacceptable.
2: no it is acceptable because she's talking to you about wrestling so at least she's at least entertaining you she's sitting there for a half hour enjoying i mean uh, this is all completely hypothetical
0: because my wife doesn't give a fuck about anything that interests me right
2: (laughs) neither does mine but if you watch total bellas or ms and mrs my wife will watch those she knows about john cena and nikki bella and daniel bryan She's she felt bad for Daniel Bryan when he got hurt and had a baby. Yeah. She cared. But but she didn't give a shit that he was WWE champion and he's low man on the totem pole and the underdog story. None of that mattered. But the real life story, like it's it's all how you paint it.
0: Now, did you see that you know? there was so on Young Rock, they brought a completely uh fictional character into the whole thing. It's a black man with dreads never happened, but they're associating. <laughs> no, they're saying, cause the rock came out and said that, you know, that this character never happened, but he's portraying essentially one of the top guys at that time. And they're all saying that that was, that he's basically portraying Shawn Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> but he's but not bringing make, Shawn Michaels onto the show the because they had heat back then Shawn right. Michaels in The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I I didn't get a chance Makes to sense. see Makes that sense. that part with that character, but I read about it and I I was Someone again, said it was
3: someone also said it was Brian Pillman because he was on crutches.
0: I, I saw that too. But, you know, then you also have uh Bret Hart who was on Sean crutches Hurt at that back. time. Right. And Shawn came out on crutches. But again, Did he? Did he not? Wasn't he on crutches uh, again?
2: Artistically, he definitely was. Yeah, when he was wearing the suit. I think the biggest thing for me, my problem
3: with it was just none of the characters looked like wrestlers, like Stone Cold swimming in his vest, swimming in it. Humongous on him. He doesn't even fill it out. And Triple H was looking super slim. It, it's the, the it's the...
0: the Thor hair for me—the straight, long hair that just like looks like a super fake wig.
2: <laughs> so, so they did the the uh, Evolution hair for the Attitude Era when it wasn't
0: correct. Right? Yeah, they're... but okay.
2: Exactly. So, if you close your eyes, if you close your eyes and listen to the show without watching it, are you entertained, or do you have to see it?
0: I i'm I'm very entertained by it i I've watched all of them so far up until like the last couple episodes. I love the show. I just definitely think that it's not and, accurate and is it
2: is it billed as a comedy
0: uh
3: yeah I'd say so i I'm not sure yeah because sure. it has the I, and
0: the, I don't know I the love dude it. that played um in what the interview what's his name?
3: The Korean guy. kind of
0: yeah. that one.
3: <laughs> he played Kim Jong Un. Yeah. In that interview.
0: So that guy's Man. in it. And they they do a lot of back and forth yeah. banter. That's comedy. It's all comedy there. But like, I feel Fred, like it, it tends to Randall get a little Park
2: is
3: his name. His yes. name's Randall Park.
2: But it, listen, is anybody going to compare to Bret Hart to you? You know what I mean? Like, is it anybody that you put in that role? A fucking shoe Unless would like-
0: compare to Bret Hart for me. I'm not a fan.
2: <laughs> okay okay well the rock himself doesn't look like the rock
0: no but so that's probably the best casting of all of them but he
2: is Samoan <laughs> and all Samoans look alike right Travis
0: <laughs> so I never said part, that yeah. did I say that
2: they probably got cut <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen I would like to make a public service announcement I did not say that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think you're just reading too much into it.
2: Honestly, I don't know. I don't watch. I would probably do it too. Like, oh, that's supposed to be so and so. All right, I want it to look like that person. But if it doesn't, I'm still going to watch the show. So really, if you're getting your panties in a wad over that, then you're one of those fans. That's yeah, like, but oh, like, they what, what they if you? That guy.
3: What if someone made a show in the future about you?
2: Yeah, and you look I like watch.
3: A dork on the show.
2: I look like a dork in real and life. I don't care. Like I'm still dork. getting panties swap
3: <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Score. I actually don't know anything about that one.
2: Listen, I'm getting paid for my likeness, not for someone to look like me and be me. So I don't care. I'm getting paid. You can have Ryan could play me. Who cares? You're still telling my story. The guy doesn't have to look like me. Cause then when they really see me, they're like, oh, you ever see a movie and it's like based on a true story. And at the very end, they show pictures of the person I'm like, oh, that doesn't look like him. I know why they cast
0: them that way. I mean, Triple H is. All right, so we were talking about casting young rock in wrestling as a promoter. You've essentially casted quite a few things, quite a few shows, booked the shows. So, who was your favorite person to book when it came to dynasty? You've booked a lot of names. There's got to be a favorite.
2: Man, we we yet. We booked a lot of really good talent, man. Um, Mike Verna is definitely on the list. Uh, He was our first Dynasty champion. He was incredible. Um, Man, there's a lot. There's so many guys. Um, Not Fox. That's not... He's not my favorite.
0: Definitely not Fox.
2: Uh, Richard Holiday was always really good. Um, MLW's Richard Holiday. Um... There's so many man. We've been, we've been, boogeyman was amazing. He was one of my favorite uh, stars. Um, Bobby Fish was super accommodating. Um, and there's so many people. I I gotta go with Verna, right? I gotta go with Mike Verna. He was our first okay. champ. Um, the first championship was determined. We didn't pick a winner. I know everybody's like, "Oh, wrestling's fake. It's predetermined." Yeah, most of the time. And when I say that, they laugh, but legitimately. We had a ladder match in uh, Holyoke, Massachusetts. And uh, everybody wanted to know who won. Who's going to win? Who's going over? I don't know. You guys figure it out. No, for real. No, I am for real. You guys figure it out. Um, Mike Orlando won that match. So then we did a tournament. And uh, I was in that tournament. Got my ass handed to me. Uh, Mike Orlando ultimately ended up beating me in that tournament. um, And the championship match was between Mike Verna and uh Mike Orlando. And they wanted to know who's gonna win the first championship. Who's gonna be the first ever dynasty championship? Or first ever dynasty champion. I don't know. Whoever's better. You guys go out there. I wanna be a fan. I wanna be entertained. And did you did ever better. win a
0: match? Uh <laughs> just
2: curious. At Dynasty <laughs> was, uh, At Dynasty uh, No. One. One, I think I won one. Yeah, I beat Aston Ortiz to to go to advance in the tournament. But I lost my first match at the first ever show to Ricky Martinez that you called me out on on the very first show. I did. Um, yep, I lost that match. Uh, I lost to Mike Orlando in the tournament. I lost to D3 twice, I think. Uh, and then I broke my neck. So, one. One match at Dynasty. Thanks for
0: bringing that up, Travis. I hope you have a great Damn, night. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> all i hear is that you get your ass kicked i was i was confused and listen how
2: many other promotions (laughs) how how many other promoters put the the title on themselves they all do true the Hardys did that when they ran omega like i don't want to be that guy i i I don't want for
0: not being jeff jarrett you're welcome you're a fan
2: of jeff (laughs) i am a fan of jeff (laughs) No, uh, I I would love to have a a championship, but I want to earn it. And you can't earn it at your own company if you're writing your own stories. So unless somebody else is writing a story for me, it wasn't in the cards for me. I want to be out there. I want to entertain. I want to show them I'm not just behind-the-scenes guy, but I cared more about the company and seeing other people and stories shown than for me to carry around an extra 10 pounds of, of gold with me. So you're a dick. Thanks. yeah travis
1: <laughs> My
2: wife just told me i don't need a belt because i have 135 pounds of gold laying on the bed behind me <laughs> <Woo-hoo>.
0: fire bars <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a bar that's a bar uh,
0: so now <laughs> who would be your least favorite person that Fox. you booked Fox. Famous or not. So Fox, I you know, I knew you no, were no, gonna no, go no, there.
2: No. Give me, no, that's too easy. <laughs> that, that's too easy. Um all right, so oh, let, hanging fruit. Let's, let's shoot a little bit. Um let's see. We had an angle with uh it was it's still being used by another company now called Ataxia. Um my original plan for Ataxia was kind of like a cult leader. Uh, David Koresh type cult leader not like a raven cult leader mm. um, which morphed into something weird and dark and they came out wearing masks and sh- I don't know where that came from but I was like eh whatever you guys are kind of green
0: I mean, a cult me. leader in itself is kind of weird and dark
2: it is but this is like more <laughs> okay so we had uh, Bishop with his valet He's just a manager. He would come out and cut little promos and he had a tray with little cups of Kool-Aid and he would walk around ringside and let people sip the Kool-Aid. And then he would Mm. recruit people. He recruited people. And these people were usually fairly green, but, um, ring crew. So they were, Mm -hmm. they kind of earned their stripes. You know, you, you train before the show, you train after the show. Sometimes, uh, when we're not tearing the ring down to get out of there. Um, So they kind of earned their stripes. Uh, Ataxia wasn't our best storyline. It morphed into something weird where they were wearing masks and they couldn't talk. And it was just very odd. Um, And then they became a biker gang. But none of, only Bishop had a bike. So that was kind of weird and forced and fake. So I didn't like Ataxia. Um, So they were were a
0: biker gang that couldn't ride bikes, kind of like the DOA. Aces and Eights. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, all great okay. dudes. Like,
2: I didn't, I, nothing personal, but the storyline sucked. But because they were Ring Crew, Mike and I kept using them over and over again in a shitty story instead of <laughs> just doing something more creative with them. Um, uh, we did an angle with oh. in truly independent wrestling. And uh, again, great group of guys, but their style of wrestling isn't something I'm a fan of. So that was tough seeing that wrestling on a dynasty show, like uh people that are hardcore fans or deathmatch fans. I'm I'll see one every once in a while, but it's different <laughs> to me. It's not the typical wrestling. So it's not family friendly. It's not something I would put on. Um, right. Let somebody else do that. Somebody who knows what they're doing. Cause I sure as hell don't. Okay. Um, so,
0: who was the least
3: favorite? <laughs> it was the death match guys. That's
2: taxi. I'll go with a taxi. There's, there's more people I didn't like to use, but I'll go with a taxi. Okay. No, so I was trying to think of more people. I don't like this. That's this is a therapy session for me. I get to talk. To you yeah. About people. <laughs>
0: it's my favorite thing. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right let's let's clean up the house a
0: little bit let's let everybody know where they can find the podcast we are wherever you listen to your podcast apple Podcasts, spotify all that good stuff please go give us a rating and a review you can also go find us at dot everything is there all of the shows including our youtube just go to videos drop down Take you right to the YouTube. So make sure you go check us, check us out there. Show us some love. And And with that being said, (laughs) let's go into the final segment of the show. So last week we (laughs) broke out brand new segment called Dirty Sheets. This week Guess what? Another new fucking segment. Oh, man. This segment is called Book It, Bitch. (laughs) 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 Don't worry. Dirty Sheets isn't going away. We're going to alternate weeks. So next week, you'll get Dirty Sheets again. But Book It, Bitch, exactly what it sounds like. We're going to give Mr. Envy himself Crispy E. He's going to get a scenario, (laughs) and then he's going to book it. Okay, you ready? You ready, Mister Envy? I I guess, I guess so. (laughs) All right. First one, The Rock returns as an entrant in the Rumble. Book it, bitch.
2: Well, you're not going to pay that kind of money to The Rock and not have him go over, uh, unless you're setting up a story with somebody else. So either The Rock wins it, or whoever he's going to feud with throws him out of the ring early. So people are like, "What? He's supposed to win." so uh, I would not have him win because everybody's assuming he's going to win and fight Reigns. I would have somebody else, unexpected, throw him out. And then as he's mm. walking up like the ring, yeah, yeah, but too predictable. Too predictable. But, I, I okay, we'll go with Solo. We'll go I with Solo like because it's still the same storyline, but a different way to get
3: there. Yeah. CM Punk returns at Revolution and interferes in MJF's title match. Book it, bitch. Um,
2: I think it would really. All right, never mind. Uh, I would have the start over. I would have CM Punk throw the Rock out.
3: You would have CM. Oh, I see what you do. Oh.
2: All right. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be huge if he comes out. But how do you do it? You know, is he going to be a camera guy? We've seen it before. Is he going to take that really slow trot from the back and come running out? Like, how does he get in the ring to cost him that, to cost him the match? He's not going to lose the title.
0: I feel like if he does it, he has to just jump over the guardrail and get in the ring quick and hit him with the GTS.
2: In street clothes? Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. I'm with it, but he's got to come through the crowd and nobody can see him until he's already in the ring. Like, you agreed. can't have like a camera following him. And he needs right, to just, like, camera. there it is. And then boom, GTS. Yes. But if it's a title match, it's got to end in DQ. You can't put anybody else over. He's got to hold the title. Hmm. I agree. Through I, the, agree. I, I yeah. Just getting him in the ring without people noticing and not doing the lights out thing would be the trick.
0: But do you think I feel part? like AEW overdoes the lights out yeah, thing. Yeah, agreed agreed
3: what if the lights out thing is just their thing
0: well it it's, was EPW. Which is great. but when you overdo it it no longer becomes a thing
3: it just becomes meh. right or it becomes the thing don't you don't you see like now when the lights go out everyone loses their fucking mind don't you listen yeah, to the show yeah but then you give them a the giant to the guy. the crowd they'll go nuts
0: yeah then the you give them the giant stare. guy it dies marks. right like so Brian if you Cage. go to the
3: show live, you're a mark. So if Dude, they come to no. Albany Travis, listen, when they came to Albany Travis, no. did you sit in your living room? No, you no. fucking mark. I,
0: I, I like AEW. My my whole thing of that, look at uh look at when they did it with Leo Rush. Oh, they God. do it with everybody that comes in. That's where I save it for the big names. Or you know what I'm saying mark. or just yes.
3: maybe maybe AEW doesn't want to make their wrestlers feel devalued so they
0: so they the just don't off. use them all <laughs> we don't want to devalue you we'll just hire all of you and not use any of you
3: <laughs> what do you mean There bu- there's a bunch of wrestlers you don't see on wednesdays that wrestle on dark and right uh,
0: exactly
3: elevation and rampage
0: we're gonna uh, we're gonna put you on
3: youtube <laughs> the future everything's on youtube your children are gonna grow up and not watch wrestling on cable television. They're probably going to watch it on the internet.
0: Dark is like velocity.
3: Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. Yes. 100%. Dark elevation.
3: Sunday for night heat. <laughs> yep.
0: That's,
2: yeah. I agree. Completely agree. Alright.
0: So we are in agreement. He hops in. Into camera view. GTS. Boom, boom, boom. CM Punk's back. All right, next one. John Cena announces his retirement and comes back for one final match at the show of shows, WrestleMania. Book it, bitch. Um, He's got to come out, announce his retirement,
2: and then I would say uh, he's got to get cut off by somebody that he's never fought before. And as much as I'd love to see it be Taker, because that match
0: never happened, at least not that I ever saw, I think uh, it, it did. at read WrestleMania one year.
2: Yeah, but it was like a five. But it was, that doesn't count. Yeah, it, it was, was
0: very lackluster.
2: Yeah, it was just to say that it happened, but I want like an yeah. actual one. Um, I would like to see him against Stone Cold because I think it would do well, but I think it'd be boring because I don't think either one of them can really go. And I think if he's saying goodbye, he needs to pass the torch to somebody. And although right. I don't think they're on the same level, I think it would have to be Kevin Owens. Can you imagine the promos back see, and forth?
0: I, I'm super with that. I have a feeling it's going to be fucking Austin Theory. Um, well, which I'm not overly excited about. I'm not
2: either, but I could see it working. I mean, very similar build, similar physique, similar start. I mean, it, he does look fired. like
0: a young John Cena.
2: Right,
3: right. He does.
0: Yeah, dude. He even walked like he. Yeah, and he has that like. The way he stands and walks is like yep. when yep. John Cena came out in the different colored tights. Get that man some jorts. Oh, please don't put him in jorts.
3: Get him some jorts and a rap album, stat.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh.
2: Hey, come on. That was, Bad, bad man was a decent song.
3: I was a child when it came out, and I went to Kmart right away and bought that. I uh, had it. it.
0: No. When I was a kid, that shit was. Awesome! You listen to it now, and, and I you're remember.
3: Like, I remember feeling all scandalous because hearing John Cena go "I fuck like a fiend with three dicks" and I was like, <laughs> "Wow, scandalous, John Cena!" You know Super what cool.
0: rap album I bought when I was a kid? Shaq Fu. Be a man. By Macho, Macho man, man Randy Savage.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Did they come with a coupon to get a Slim Jim?
0: Dude, greatest wrestling rap album of all time.
2: <laughs> okay okay you're entitled to your opinion however wrong it may be
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I love that shit
3: do you think right. John Cena should come out in his final match to the my time is now or if he should come out to no because he
0: already Buggerman's. he already did that with uh when yeah. he faced uh boogeyman which one was it fiend yeah, yeah. yep
3: If I was the production manager at WWE, I would have them make like a mashup, like a, and have it be like this big grand entrance, all like all three of his entrance musics. The prototypes, the word like, no, you can't use prototype. You
2: can't use prototype. Nobody saw prototype.
0: The,
3: what do you mean? That's what he came out as, isn't that? Oh, he, his name is. No, that was just a super
0: generic, like,
3: his first night. His name was yeah. still Johnson. Never the, mind.
0: The problem is Jim Johnston isn't there anymore. So it's like when it comes to the music at WWE, I feel like it's yeah. just not what it used to be. Like that dude was the fucking greatest right. when it came to wrestling theme music. The, I, I right. You know what's
2: underrated? Demolition. Go listen to Demolition's music.
0: Yeah. Underrated I'm music. with you on that. Ryan's like, what?
2: <laughs> All right, so either either KO or Austin Theory. I could see Theory. I think you're right. Really, really young guy. Passed the torch, but I think Kevin is probably midway through his career right now. Maybe a little more than that. So he could be the one to pass it to Theory.
0: Dude, I just how don't would think that Theory be? He
2: could hold his own on a mic to go against Cena.
0: Right, but imagine that Kevin Owens. You face fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin in his first oh. match and fucking, however, since 2003, and then you face John Cena in his last match. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, that means that they really fucking trust you. You're right. Who else is there right now? Right. No, I agree. I, I Kevin Owens is fucking great.
3: Dynasty Wrestling introduces a new mid-card title. What is the title and please book it bitch.
2: Uh, so this has been in the works for several years um, because we don't have a mid card. We don't have an intercontinental U S title, TV title. We don't have any of that stuff. I don't know the name for it. We, we dabbled with doing like a triple threat championship. I don't know what we call it, but every match is de- defended in triple threat. Um, which I thought was different because nobody does it. Whatever we do for, go
0: ahead. It's definitely different, but I feel like you'd have to get super creative with that because triple threat matches can kind of sometimes get lost and not not o- they're not always a great match. You've, you know what I'm saying?
1: I
3: absolutely. What if they're always triple do. threat and elimination style? Well, that could be different. That could be different. And then you call it the Iron Horse Championship.
2: See, that was another idea, Seth Rollins. I uh, don't oh, know, I'm high. 15
3: minutes. That was high, man. That
2: was um, They had a championship like that in NXT's early days where every match was, I think, 15 minutes. They were all, that's the only way to win it was Iron Man. I'm pretty sure Seth Rollins is the only person that ever held it. You go the full 15 minutes, whoever has the most falls, mm. which is, again, creative. I, like but I do, too. Um, whatever we do, we definitely want to do some kind of ladder match gimmick um, to get like a money in the bank, but not money in the bank. You earn your title shot. But like a TV championship, you either cash it in or defend it at every show. There's no holding it, waiting to cash it in, sneak attacks. Right. You can do a sneak attack, but you have to cash cash it in or defend that champ that right to do that at every show. Yeah, so it's like a TV title, but without TV because we're poor and independent.
1: Yeah,
0: so it's a non-TV title,
2: right? That's it. So we're calling it the non-TV title, the internet title, the non-TV title. Yeah, the internet championship the, you wanted the, to get the fucking the, credits the live
0: list. crowd, the live crowd belt. Right, That's right. what it is. <laughs>
2: The belt, so I help sell tickets.
0: Yeah. All right. Last one. Edge plans to retire at SummerSlam. Book his final feud.
2: For me... (laughs) For me, as a fan, I would like to see... And it wouldn't it wouldn't be good TV. It wouldn't it for me. Closure would either be against Christian or one of the Hardys, and I know that won't happen because of obvious reasons. But I don't. If he's going away, like going away, I don't see. I'm not an Edge fan. I've never been an Edge fan. I wasn't an Edge and Christian fan. I don't care about your five second pose. I don't care about your stupid glasses. I don't care about. I love that enough. shit. I liked him as rated R because it was different and it was edgy. It was almost like made you feel like it was part of the attitude era again, but I wasn't a fan. So I I love that he came back from the neck injury, but I really don't see him as a huge star. Like a lot of people do. I mean, his comeback was huge, but I don't see him as a huge star where him leaving is passing the torch. And he's also only been back for like, what, two years. So you're going away again. I know you got family. You're older now. Your body can't take it. I get that. Believe me, I get that. But I don't care. I want to see nostalgia. If you're going away, go away in with tears in a match that is something you want to do. You know, like right, Kurt, not like
0: not like Kurt Angle, where your last match is against fucking Baron Corbin.
2: Right. Horrible, horrible. What Chad Gable would have been the match to send him mm-hmm. off with. You know, like a younger version yeah. of yourself. Can you still can you still hang? And when the young kid beats you, you know you can't. That's when you say goodbye. But I don't. Maybe Edge and Ray Mysterio walk off into the sunset together because they had that little tag team a couple times. I don't know. I really don't care. I, as long as it's a good match, everybody comes out happy and healthy. I don't. I want nostalgia for Edge. I want to see Edge. I want to see uh Christian. I want to see Matt Hardy. Um, Gangrel, he can still go.
0: Mm, I want to see the him guys. face Lita one last time. I mean, live deck celebration.
2: <laughs> Lita, 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 Lita is on the bucket list for a while. All right,
0: guys, don't forget you can go to com. You can check out all of our podcasts on there. Our social medias are on there as well as the YouTube channel. So go check us out. NVMePodcast.com Also, go to Hulu, season seven, episode two or three. Yep. Two, Nope. Episode, episode two. Two. Go check out this man on Wife Swap. Now he was also on. I don't get paid that- for that. You can stop putting that show over. No, 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 no. We're gonna put that show <laughs> way the fuck over. Um. What else were you on? All over. You were on what divorce court? Cops.
3: Uh (laughs) you were on
0: (laughs) No. No,
3: I was not. (laughs) I was like, damn, he really on everything.
0: Uh this man was on a lot of yeah. Yeah. Tattoo Nightmare. Rachel Ray Uh, Dr. Phil. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He was on was was it Montel Jordan? Was that Mont Montel? Montel Williams. Williams, (laughs) Williams. <laughs> Ricky Lake man, he hit them all. This this guy, he's been on them all. So, go check him out on Wife Swap and then uh you know, as we go on, we're going to continue to dive into some of these uh reality show escapades that Mr. Envy has has gone on. But that's where we end today. So go check us out, envymepodcast.com, and thank you so much for listening right here on Envy Me, a Dynasty Podcast.
2: She said, the light. When she was dark, I her not to break my heart.